This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It's Wednesday, a uh, hump day as they call it. Al's there, I'm here, and uh, you're there. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. So I'm going through the news. I actually got through the newspaper this morning, which has become a rare occurrence these days. I would say about 8 o'clock, I finally was able to take a gander. I mean, I always skim for for big stories. But I don't get to read the stories anymore until I'm done with all the sound and the video and all that. And so about 8 o'clock, I'm going through it. And I see this picture of a guy laying down in some sort of a contraption and his legs sticking out. And, of course, I read the article, at least the first few paragraphs. Anyway, let's be honest, I didn't read the whole article. But it's one of these nap pods at the airport, I guess, in the JetBlue terminal. Yeah, JetBlue is... Uh... Testing out these, yeah, napping what pods. Now? What are we doing? Where you put half of your body into this pod where your your head and your upper torso will be in there. Supposedly there's music and uh, that sort of thing. It's supposed to, you're supposed to nap for 20 minutes. After 20 minutes, it wakes you up. But it really looks, I mean, I, I don't I know. like it in theory. But when you, when you see it there in practicality, it looks really stupid, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, so Elizabeth Rosner over at the New York Post, she, uh, tested it okay and then reported on it in the newspaper and she did not have a good experience and looking at her I photo why. i would say so too first of all a lot of people are freaked out that if you're napping in a pod at the airport randomly first come first serve who's cleaning the pod nobody. for the next person nobody can be and then she says they have it right over there by the ticket counter so it's not noise canceling so you hear people arguing about their tickets and what flight they're on I like it in theory, the idea of napping pods eventually uh, coming to places like at work. I know. I disagree with you on this. but And I have that fantasy that in New York City will get one of those places like in Japan where you can go to what, what looks like uh, it's not a hotel because you're just renting a pod for 20 minutes. These sort of napping hotels. Which I'd be very interested in if they were cleaned and I knew they question, were clean. Uh, all seriousness, you spend how much do you think it's going to cost for? Let's say thirty minutes. Thirty minutes in one of these pods, yeah, sure. Twenty dollars. Okay, you're gonna you're honestly going to sit there and tell me that you would be able to fall asleep? No, I would not. Uh, no. So then why would you spend? Why would be? Why would you be interested in giving them twenty dollars to go sit in this ridiculous looking thing? You're not going to sleep anyway. Well, the napping pod at JetBlue, I'm definitely not going to sleep. But maybe if it was a hotel like this fantasy hotel, I have this idea that we're like Japan, where you have these 
sort of pods of people napping in them in nice, clean, crisp, clean linens. Jerry. Have you ever had trouble sleeping? Not, not very much. No. So you've never had a night where you've gotten home late from some cockamamie thing we're doing here, where we end up not going home till ten o'clock at night, yeah. and you, you know, you've occasionally. Only got- you, right, and so Not you have often. that night. Oh my God! Oh my Jesus! If I fall asleep yes. right now, I get three and a half hours. Next thing you know, it's still midnight. Yeah, ultimately you fall asleep for an hour or two, but you're sitting there. Your head's just you can't relax because your night is blown up. Basically, you're not going to get the sleep. You know you're going to be a grouch the next day. You're going to be dragging the next day. I I get in in theory what these things are. I just don't understand why anybody would give money when you've got such a short little time. To sleep in, let's be honest, it's not clean. We don't know if it's clean. If it is clean, who's cleaning it? What are they cleaning it with? And how often? And how often? I don't know. I just, I don't see it. That having been said, it'll probably make billions of dollars. I don't know. I'm not sure this is going to work, but this could be maybe a prototype for the future where napping will be acceptable. Like in the mall, would you do it in the mall, Jerry? No. Now now you go to the mall and they have like that massage chair in the mall. I don't do that either. Yeah, I don't either, but I'm saying, what if it was a napping pod? Would no. you be more likely to First do that? First of all, if you're so damn your tired, wife why are you at the mall? Because and, your wife wants oh, you to go Oh, that's going to go, to go swimmingly. Honey, you go shop. I'm going to go to sleep. No, just Stay not, home then. Well, you're going to take a nap. It's a little different. I, I I don't get it. I really don't. So you're probably, here's, would, if this was Shark Tank, you would not invest in some type of napping no. pod. Here's where I think these pods could be huge. All right. You put these in first class on planes oh, and trains. That would be awesome. Now you're talking about something. People are tired. The jet lag, for whatever reason, going the 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 um, you know, going up down on the plane, you get tired. These would be phenomenal instead, on a plane. Yes, instead of the quiet car on Amtrak, put these. They in have and, a napping pod car and charge money. You know, charge what you have to charge. Unfortunately, people like you and me won't be able to afford it, but. You know what? It makes more sense. I would make I would make room in my budget, Jerry, for a napping pod that worked for me. I took the auto train from Florida one year. Like I did that God, one time as ago. well. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Right? It's neat. But at it's the like time, just north of Orlando to D.C., Washington, D.C. Sanford, Orlando, right, to uh, in somewhere right outside. Of, it's in Virginia yes. they drop you off. I forget what town. And then you got to drive the three and a half, four hours home, but whatever. And we only did it because there was a massive uh, snowstorm going through, believe it or not, North Carolina. And so I'm like, I'm not driving through it. We drove, me and Kim at the time. I think it might have been 1996 or something. I forget. And it was really cool. I didn't have the money, though, to buy, like, a room. There we were in these chairs. Nobody's sleeping. I did the same thing. When I moved from Florida back here, I did the auto train, and I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, it's a 21-hour train ride. I'll just sleep on yeah, no, not those chairs aren't comfortable no. enough for sleeping. You need a napping pod. And who's drooling on themselves next to you? Who's snoring? It's disgusting. It, it is disgusting. But now you put a pod. Now you got something. Now you've got something, Jerry. I would pay for that. Here's something. We like talking about health and food and all that sort of thing. So this year is the first year where it's expected that bottled water sales will surpass bottled and canned soda sales. Good. Because of the massive backlash against uh, soda consumption and sugary drinks. Sure. And more people doing bottled water. They thought, a couple years ago, they thought that the year 2017 is when the water bottle sales would surpass soda bottle sales, but it is coming a year earlier. Sometime this year, Jerry, the bottled waters will pass Now, who do you think was the first genius that came up with the idea? And, and... 
I would have loved for him, again, this is where the Shark Tank is stupid. If I would have taken you back 25, 30 years, whatever, everybody's got running water in their house. Everybody takes their glass under the sink, and they filled up their their glass to have with dinner, their water, whatever you need water for. You make your coffee and the tea, you, know, you boil the water, all that. What? Who do you think was the first person to get in front of investors to say, guys, we're going to buy clean water now? I feel like it was those Evian people. Because they were from the Swiss Alps. Yeah, were, no, I thought they from? were like French. It was like some sort of French water. Oh, is that true? I think, but I could be completely wrong. I'd have to Google that, and that is worth to me. That's interesting enough to Google. That's fine. Like who bottled water first? But the first person that came up with that concept must have been laughed out of the out of the out of the building, right? Like bottling water? Are you a moron? Why would you do that? Everybody's got it for free in their house. Yeah, it literally comes out of free. out of a pipe. Yeah. By the way, I still drink water out of the sink sometimes. Me too. You know, to me, whatever. like when I brush my teeth. Yes, with of the course. Wa- and then I'll take a swig of water out of there. But otherwise, I like that Brita filter. I feel like yeah. that does something. And I don't do you know, know why we don't have the Brita filter anymore. It takes too much room on the counter. So you just go cold and water out of like, the tap? Well, I don't like ice cold water, so I, we didn't put it in the refrigerator. Oh, I see. So we buy bottles now, but they stay room temperature. Because to me, room temperature water, chuggable. I think you're right. I'm going to agree with you on that one. So I did not. We had the Brita. We liked it. It was fine, but I don't like it on the counter. But in the summer, if you don't, if it's not hot enough to put the air conditioning on, and you've got your water sitting out on the counter, is that a different issue? That now what do you said, do? As soon as that temperature in the house goes above seventy-five, air conditioner's coming on. Right. I'm not. That was ain't going to eighty. I can put. We. I actually have. We have central air, but I even have um, extra air conditioning. You know, those stand-up things now. I have those for upstairs just because it doesn't get cool enough. I put it in yesterday. Let's go. Yesterday was what, 75? I was wondering. 76 in the house was warm. Could you do your whole house with those things? Sure you could. Are those the ones that vent outside? Yeah. Like they're they're standing in the room. Correct. And then it has like a, look, what, what looks like the dryer yes. uh, piping like a, correct. out to a window. Yep. It's actually great. It really is. And it, I mean, it is cold. Really? Tremendous. Um, the one thing about the central air is it just doesn't push hard enough up to the top. Up to the, I have the, the same second problem. floor. Yeah, so it's kind of warm. Just never gets cool enough up there. But, yeah, they work really good. Mitsubishi makes one that's ventless. Really? You, you put it on the ceiling. I think they're pretty expensive. But that is a ventless air conditioner that's not central air, but you can outfit your house without having to get. Because central air is expensive. I think it cost us like six grand when we did it, maybe five, whatever it was. And I think I told you that story before. We bought the house. Had no idea the house did not have central air. So yes. Yeah, so you're you're in this house that you just moved, moved into. Moved in in December. Okay. So you go through the winter. You go through spring. All of a sudden, right. you get yourself a nice hot day. You go, honey, let's put the air on. I told my wife, I'm like, can you put the air conditioning on? So she goes over. She goes, where? I'm like, and I'm my first. I'm like, come on. Just like turn the air conditioner it, right. on. Right. Like she's looking at the heating panel. Right. Which is the same thing as the air conditioner. <laughs> so I'm like, just put the AC on. It's not, it says AC. She's like, I don't see it. I'm <laughs> like, it's right there. She goes, good genius. Show me where. I come over. I'm like, uh, what is this? Where's the air conditioning? <laughs> and then she goes, she goes, all right, since you're yelling at me, is that perhaps why there's all those window units in the closets? <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, who buys that? Who doesn't have central air in 2004 at the time or five, whenever the hell it was, 2005? And uh, we didn't. So two weeks later, uh, Sears uh, Home Services was over, put in central air. Really? Yeah. Instead of going u- individual units. Well, they weren't as good we as they are them. now. No, but the they ones were you're good. talking about, the freestanding ones. Right. 
I'm talking about the freestanding ones now, but we had the window units. The window units you can make case are actually better, but I like the freestanding one. It's easier to put away. It's not as heavy and bulky, and it rolls. It's fantastic. Yeah, my my condo, I'm on a second-floor condo, and my air conditioning is in my basement. Okay. It takes forever to cool that ha- place. So, like, in to. the winter when I leave, I do one of those things where, like, I, I turn the heat off or whatever. Yeah. And when I go home, the place heats up in no time. Sure. It, if I put the air conditioning down five degrees... And then I come home and try to get it back down five degrees. It takes like eight hours. Heat rises and cold air falls. Exactly, Jerry. And that sucks if you're on the second level or your bedroom's on the second floor or whatever. Unless you have two-zone AC and heating, which we contemplated. And then I'm like, what am I? I don't have this money. I can't do this. Although it would have been awesome. I like this freestanding unit. Maybe I'll put one in the home office, Jerry. I highly suggest it. Does it suck all the energy? Like if you t- turn your oven on, does it uh, b- blow a circuit breaker? Be, no. No, not at all. I've, we've never had circuit issues. Not no, not even close. It's not an energy sucker? No, it's not. And I don't even notice any difference in the bill. And we only put it on at night. And during the day, I don't, I don't worry about it. We keep the air conditioning on during day downstairs, central air. That's fine. But at night, that's the only time those go on. What if I did this? I, I'm a single guy. What if I just, no central air for me this year. I just drag that unit from room to room wherever I'm going to be for a couple hours. By the way, not a horrible idea. <laughs> You'll save yourself some money, too. Right, like, I'll drag it in the bedroom at night. Then when I come home and I want to work on the computer, I'll drag it into that room. Not a terrible idea. Not Mm. a terrible idea. Mm. Let me know how it goes. Jerry, one way to keep cool if you don't have air conditioning is your house. Is your house. In your house. Yeah. That's to uh, get the hair off of your face because you'll feel cooler, Jerry. By the way, you're not kidding. Yeah, and I do that with Harry's. You know they have German-engineered blades? Five-blade cartridges, Hal. That's right, Jerry. Uh, yeah, when I start uh, going a few days without shaving, and then it's hot, and then your beard starts to itch, what I like to do, Jerry, is grab my cooling gel and shave my face with some Harry's. And then all of a sudden, it feels like, I wa- I like did someone turn the air conditioning on in here? That's what I say. But I tell you, you're like a Segway artist. Yeah. It's very impressive. I'll say that out loud, and I live alone, which gets weird. Well, it's gotten weird. It's beyond weird, actually. And then for me, Jerry, I also shave my head with Harry, so um, that's really cooling. Well, I can tell you this. The weather has gotten warmer, and you're actually spot on with what you're saying. If you remember, and you go back to, I think, last Thursday or maybe last Wednesday, I looked like I was on my way to a full-grown beard. Decided enough's enough. Use Harry's. Get rid of it. It was tremendous. Close, comfortable shave. Awesome. Jerry, Harry's calls their starter set the Truman. The Truman. That's right. And it's a great option for new customers and a really great deal. For just $15, you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, which is very cool on your face, and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors. Shut up. You get all of that for $15? Yes, plus there's a special offer for fans of this podcast, Jerry. Tell me Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase with promo code POSTGAME. Cool. Just go to harrys.com right now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S, harrys.com, and make sure you use code POSTGAME at checkout. and That way they'll know that uh, Jerry and I sent you to Harry's. Harry's.com, baby. And we'll be rewarded handsomely when you say that. Just kidding. But you should go to harrys.com. Jerry, um, here's the thing. When men... Now, you you are someone who travels and goes on the road for Columbia. Uh, Yeah. Occasionally. 
Yes, I do. I'm, I spend a lot of time in hotels on the road, you buses. Do. Yes, hotels and things. So, yes. um, are you the type that would rent a adult film? No, in your hotel, not even remotely close. Yeah, tempted a, a couple of times. Sure, it's a popular thing. I think when guys travel solo, right. Well, first of all, I very rarely travel solo, um, especially with Columbia. I always have um, whoever I'm doing the game with is usually with me. Number in your one. room? Yes. Number two. That'd be awkward. Even if I wanted to, I would not have access to that because the university picks up the bill. Right. And you can't buy anything. You can't get the video games that are on the on the TV. You can't get a movie. You can't get room service. You nothing. You get your key to your room and you get to watch what's on television. That's it. Yeah. I've never purchased an adult film in a hotel either. Not that I'm above that, but the fear that when I go down to check out, the person at the checkout will see that I've rented. Oh, like, absolutely. They know everything. Bosom buddies or yeah, something. You're not good with that embarrassment stuff. Yeah, I'm not good with that stuff you at all. You buy condoms. Right. If the girl's under 90. At the counter, right. 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 You won't do that. I won't buy underwear. That bothers you. Right. You won't go into Victoria's Secret for your girlfriend. I'm not thrilled with buying toilet paper even. Why? Because if you know that's going into your butt, like, and now I'm making eye contact with the person ringing me up. That person that's ringing you up probably just bought it themselves. I mean, what's next? What else? Are you, I mean, so what are you going to do? You're going to have that delivered to your house too with the no, Amazon I, little button? I'll buy toilet paper if I can uh, mix it in with a, a larger shopping order. <laughs> Because then I'll feel like, well, I, um, I throw it on the conveyor belt with everything else. And they probably don't see it. They just scan, scan, yeah. scan. Yeah. So check this out, though, Jerry. Porn is going uh, virtual reality. And they're testing this out in in a couple of hotels in Las Vegas where they will leave virtual reality headsets in your room. Oh, my God. And then check this out for a realistic experience, Jerry. You put the headphones on or the, the, the virtual reality eyepiece eye on. You uh, choose your man or woman that you would like, and then when you put the virtual headsets on, it looks like your exact hotel room. There's a knock on your virtual door, and this person enters, and then you engage in activity with this. How are you engaging in activity exactly? That is not clear yet on here. That I'm not sure. All right. You you never know. You might get engaged this year, next year, soon, sometime before you die. Is that um, cheating? Uh, I don't think it's cheating. I think it's so the same. So you have no problem as... telling your fiance or your no, girlfriend think... <laughs> or your wife that you did this? No, no, no. While it's not cheating, I don't think it's a little much. <laughs> <laughs> you had magazines, That's then it went to videos. Funny. Now this is going a little too far. <laughs> when you're very, this is a little too involved, right? Yes. So you'd be very that's involved. That's why I asked the question. Yeah. I look at it this way. If you're not, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's not real. It's not real, right. But it's You're also, in your room by yourself. There's something seedy about it. But I do think it's cheating if you, let's say Keep you. going back to that virtual girl. <laughs> no, I think if you, if you um, video chatted. With a webcam oh, girl, totally agree. that's cheating. Yes. But this I, is not a real person. It's a computer. And you know, it's funny. There'll be people out there that would say this is cheating as opposed to the camera stuff. Yeah. Because it's just you talking to someone on screen. All right. You may not be saying great things, but you're not physically doing anything. Yeah. I never understood that. So guys 
and I've heard Howard Stern talk about, about this, or I, I honestly wouldn't know what it was, but there are these uh, chat rooms where there's one girl and guys are chatting to her, asking her to, to do and say things. I don't understand how and that... And they pay for this. Yeah, I guess you pay by free. the minute. Yeah. I, that would you. not be uh, something you know, that would interest me. If you're a girl, a pretty girl, whatever type of girl, and you're comfortable with your body and doing things like that, you can make a fortune out there from yeah. filth. And I mean filth, I mean men. Yeah, men are disgusting animals, It Jerry. really is unbelievable. Men don't pay for anything. <laughs> Think about what you yes. just said and actually let it go through your mind for a second and process it. Which part? The whole thing. Oh, the virtual reality. hand over a credit card number to some company that's got a girl, who knows where. Sitting on a bed or something. That'll do God knows what and say whatever you want. Meantime, cha-ching, 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 yeah. cha-ching, right out of your pocket, right into hers. Yes, they're making what? a good living, Jerry. Do you think when the episode is over, I mean this podcast, I mean that episode with the guy with the girl on the webcam, right? Mm-hmm. Does the guy feel good about himself? No, you immediately would feel terrible, I imagine. But yet probably go back and do it again. Yeah, because... Because um, men are filth. Yeah, I mean the same thing happens when you... Uh, um, Men will discuss that this happens when, uh, if you pleasure yourself, the second you're done, you're like, ugh, what an animal I am. What a dope. I could be learning Spanish or something. <laughs> I could be learning Spanish. <laughs> Instead of what I just did. I, I just think when you're talking about virtual reality now, you are getting into in these, these chats. The whole thing is just, I don't know where the hell we're going anymore. I mean, all these things I got to worry about. Like, so my, my, my son's... Uh, going to be 12. Yeah, that's true. So he had his kid over. Uh, he had a friend of his over yesterday, and they went in his room, and they shut the door. And then I went by. I'm like, hey, I was 12 once, too. Don't do anything stupid. <laughs> and they laugh. And I think part of the way I handle it I think is good. I think I have a pretty good relationship with it. Or you do it, like, casually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, but don't that- do anything stupid with those dumb phones. It's, I'm, and I let them know I'm on top of it, but I'm also giving them a space. But my God. I mean, what these kids are going to do, I mean. Do you do phone spying at all? or? Uh, We will, yeah. Yeah, I think you have to. I think until you get to a certain age, you have to. We've already come up with this, not with him, but with a couple of his friends, a couple of issues that you can see where it's going. So, not good. Anyway, you know where we're going? Where? Leaving. Oh. Hopefully this will be posted. Yesterday there were some technical issues, Jerry, in our our post-game podcast was posted uh, Eight hours after the show aired. Well, it's funny because when I, I didn't log on to Twitter until about 2 or 3 o'clock, and I see all these notifications. I'm like, oh, awesome. People are really into the podcast today, or something's wrong, and of course something was wrong. Yeah, they were yelling at us. Yeah, not good. But today should be all back to normal, Jerry. Hopefully so. I'll see you tomorrow. See Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.